0: Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast of fictional father figures. This week, it's better, down where it's wetter, or is it the King Triton story? What's the story with him? He's the dad. He's a mer He's a merman. He's Ariel's father in the 1989 Disney adaptation of The Little Mermaid, and in all of the masses of uh, other materials that are related to that film. And... um uh, what can you say about King Trident? Just to start off? he's um he's the ruler of Atlantica. It's not called Atlantis. Um, I don't know if it's named in the film. I think that might be like an extended universe bit. but um uh, I guess the the EU stuff is that he was married to a queen Athena, and at some point she died. and uh, he he's like a widower and he's really upset. And, um, he has, I guess, several children, but Ariel is sort of like the most important one, or at least the one that like is featured in the film. So, um, I think he has more than one daughter. I, it's kind of hard to say, um, unless you wrote the wiki article on him on Disney wikia, man, this guy, um, the little mermaid. So like, what's the plot of the little mermaid? Um, basically Ariel is like obsessed with people. I mean, I guess more men, more people are people, but, like, she's obsessed with, like, regular people, like, unmarked, the unmarked person um, who they walk on land, those, the, the human people. She's very interested in them um, and has this whole collection of, like, human junk, which she thinks is really cool, like a fork, because I guess they don't use forks um, in, I don't know, their whole society is kind of, like, ill explained. Um like where's that world building? Like what how come they how come they don't know what a fork is though? How come they, they didn't invent no forks though? Um but she was really into humans and he does not love them. Um that's sort of the beginning tension of the film is that she wants to like explore the human world and like talk to them and like get their junk and just be like a human stuff hoarder. And he has some like some real bad feelings about people like like i he's at least xenophobic like he does not trust them and i think you could even say he just like oh like he's genocidal of humans because there's a scene where ariel talks about how she saved um eric from drowning and he's like well, that would have been one less human to worry about. Like, whoa, dude, oh, are you serious? Like, what? Oh, my God. You're like, this is a kid's movie. You're supposed to be cool. Don't don't say it's cool if Eric drowns. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is sort of the, the, the central conflict that, that drives the rest of the film, because if he had just sort of been cool with it, um, Ariel wouldn't probably have had to go to Ursula to, like, make this weird bargain that gives her legs that she gets to go on land. But Triton is, like, a dick. Like, he's, like, the classic father that, like, is so overbearing and protective that by his very actions drives his child to do something that he doesn't want them to do. Like, there's this scene where he's like, oh, because I love you, I have to destroy all of your human stuff. Like, excuse me? Like, what? Um, he uses his magic uh trident to just wreck all of Ariel's shit. Like that all your forks and stuff, like say goodbye to them, because I'm just gonna like shoot lasers out of my my trident and just like explode them all. Um so I don't know. It doesn't seem like a guy who gets like super mad and like freaks out all the time should have like a laser trident. That seems like probably um I mean he's a king so I guess you can't impeach him but like Someone should, like, do something. Like, should there be some kind of uprising? Like, hey, maybe this guy shouldn't have absolute power over us, um, considering he could just, like, shoot a laser at like and just, like, mess up our whole scene whenever he wants. Um, and so he's like a classic dad in that his feelings just explode out of him. And, like, just he acts on them, right? And I think this is something that we've talked about before on the show, but... There is this myth, I think, that that men in society don't... Like, in a patriarchal society, men aren't allowed to have feelings and they're expected to be um, really rational or, like, cold, and they, they don't have access to their feelings. And that's just so untrue, right? There's so many examples, even in, like, Disney films, of how untrue that is because Triton expresses his emotions constantly. He's just angry. Like, he, he just doesn't even have to think about his anger. He just sort of like lets it out in some cases by shouting, in some cases by like shooting explosive lasers. Um, He's just, he's a furious dude and his attitude, I would not describe it as very good. Um, He, he's, yeah, he's mad. And like, I mean, he, he gets like remorseful afterwards. Like he's, It's the scene where he destroys all of Ariel's stuff is, like, really upsetting in retrospect because he, like, he's like, oh, you fell in love with a human. I'm going to destroy all your stuff to, like, to make you not do that because that's how psychology works. Um, And then, like, she's screaming at him to stop and he's just like, I don't care. And then when he's done, he's like, oh, I feel so bad. And it's, like, this really... I don't know, not to, not to get too like everyday feminism about it, but it's like this pretty typical like abuser sort of pattern of like acts out with on extreme emotions without thinking about them to control someone and then is like, oh, I'm sorry, that was bad and then just like leaves. Like cool, <laughs> like nice nice parenting, dude. Um, like I know you're like a single father and all, but like can you could you try like a little more than that? Um, and so that kind of sets in motion the whole the whole central issue of the film, or the whole conflict, or or problem when Ariel goes to seek out Ursula. And Ursula, interestingly, and again, I don't remember if this was in the film or like in another in like the show or something, but he, uh, he expelled Ursula from the kingdom at some point, I guess, because she like, I don't know. She, I'm going to say, because I'm going to put on my like, uh, first year women's studies, uh, hat and be like, because she represents like blurring of gender because she's based on divine and triton was really uncomfortable about that so he made her leave and so he's like really distraught about what he's done and he he sends people to to look for her and he doesn't realize that she's like already made a deal with with uh, ursula to get those legs um And he sort of, like, is blaming himself, like, oh, it's my fault. I shouldn't have done this. And it's like, dude, uh, yes, it is your fault. Everything in this movie is directly your fault. Um, But it's, like, this kind of self-pitying, like, just really pathetic kind of introspection, which is, ugh, like, you shouldn't have done that in the first place. Like, Ah, oh, so bad. Such a bad dad at this point. And uh, eventually he, like, he finds out about Ursula's whole scheme, which is, like, really kind of, like, ill-defined. I don't know. Ursula's whole character in this movie is really weird um, What do you think about it. Like, why didn't she just do this stuff in the first place? Like, what... Like, what is her motive here, right? Because, like, she does, makes the deal with Ariel, and then she's like, I'm also going to go on land, and I'm going to become, like, a way sexier human. And um, then Ariel, although Ursula's human form is, like, kind of boring, um, it's no divine. It's no divine octopus, that's for sure. But, uh, and then she's like, I'm going to steal the prince from you, and then take over atlantica like i guess i don't or like okay so what happens is train goes to find ariel she apologized to him he tries to destroy the contract that they made because like yeah that's what dads can do they just can rip up legal contracts like dude what um but then ursula is like well i'll take her place and um so he gets turned into like this horrible polyp and like okay i don't know if this was the case when i first watched this film when i was like a, a tiny baby but when i went back and watched the little mermaid like i feel like in my teens those was like the polyps and like especially in the scene like in the song um poor unfortunate souls like Scared the shit out of me. Like, I think they still just, like, creep me the fuck out. And I guess they're supposed to, but it's, like, to a point, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, on my own in that. Maybe it's just, like, a weird thing. But those things are, like, really creepy. So the Trident's turned into this this thing. And um, then I guess Eric, like, drives up. Like, Ursula becomes really big. She's like, ah, I got the Trident. I'm going to be big now. Because I guess... That's, like, pretty good. Maybe that is, like, her motivation. Um, She just wants to be big. Big, big, big. Um, Which, as motivations go, you know, not the worst. Not, like, the least sensible. Um, She wants to, like, rule stuff. Um, Again, kind of, like, poorly defined. Um, So, I guess... Yeah, Eric, like, does he crash the boat into her? I don't remember exactly what happens at the end of the movie. It's been kind of a while. Um, but, yeah, she's uh, she turns into this, like, giant form. And, um, yeah, uh, oh, no, Ariel makes her kill her pets like her who are basically her children flotsam and jetsam which is really sad and she's like really upset at this point um and she's like i'm the ruler of the whole ocean now and makes this big storm and um yeah eric uh uh i don't know runs the boat into her Yep, he plunges his ship's splintered bow through her abdomen. Um, And then the boat catches lightning, which somehow electrocutes her. I don't think that's how lightning works. Um, But she dies. And then all of her, like, all of the the merfolk that were under her contracts get turned back to normal, including the king. So what has the king learned from all this? Like, what has Triton learned? Um... Well, uh, I guess he's realized that humans aren't all terrible. Um, And he's like, well, I guess this guy loves you as much as I do, so he's all right in my books. Like, gross. (laughs) Um, And he's like, I'll just use my magic to turn you into a human again so you can be with your dude. And like, okay, wait, what? Like, what you're telling me? So you're telling me that that he could have done that, like that he could have done that in the first place. That this whole movie was like completely unnecessary and like was basically just fueled by the fact that he was like a terrible father, um, and it could have all been avoided if she was like, "Hey, hey, Dad, um, I have an interest and I'd like to pursue it. Like, I have a hobby in." This is before she meets Eric, right? So she's like, I'm interested in human stuff. Um, Can you turn me into a human so I can go hang out with people for a while and, like, learn about them and, like, you know, get some cool human uh, souvenirs and and that kind of stuff? And he could have just been like, oh, yeah, you're my daughter and you're expressing, like, a genuine interest in something and um, I want to support you. So, yeah, okay, I'll use my magic fucking trident to turn you into a human for a while and then, like... You know, you can come back or, like, if you decide you really like it up there, then, you know, that's okay, too. Um, but instead, <laughs> I guess there wouldn't be a movie, but, like, ah, uh, it's like this movie. I mean, You think of the film as, like, maybe driven by Ursula's schemes, but really that wouldn't have even come into play if Triton, Triton wasn't such, like, a, a terrible dad. Um, yikes. Yikes, 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 um, <laughs> And then at the end of the movie, he smiles at Eric, and he's like, oh, my son-in-law. He will truly be a steward of my daughter instead of me. This is good. Creepy and gross. Um, yeah, this is all about this dude's feelings and how he just can't control them, and... I guess he does grow and learn by the end of the movie. But it takes, like, a human – like, he can't take his daughter's word for it, basically, um, is the thing. Like, he can't be like, oh, you're saying that you're in love with someone? Okay. Oh, you're in love with a human? Oh, well, I have a magic fucking trident that I can use to turn you into a human so you can go be with him. Because I love you. And, and, you know, if it doesn't work out, I can always turn you back with my magic fucking trident that could have solved all the problems in this film. But, um, but yeah, he, he doesn't listen to her and he only like actually accepts that humans aren't terrible when he almost dies. And one of them like runs a boat through someone he didn't like very much. And he's like, ah, humans, you're all right. Um, all you had, all one of you had to do was just like impale my old nemesis with a boat. And uh, that did it for me. I'm good. You're good. I'm good in my books, people. I love you guys. Um, so King Triton, not, not great in the film. And I'm just scrolling down the wiki article right now. And gosh, he is in a lot of other stuff. Like there's, there's an animated show. The Little Mermaid. And he's apparently the grandson of Neptune. And he's the son of Poseidon? Guess. Um, and, uh... Oh, this is nice. He does seem to have some confidence in his daughter's abilities as he once allows her to go and explore the source of a trail of pollution. Oh, well, that's nice. You have some confidence in your daughter's abilities. That's cool. Like, you, she, you know, she saved the entire ocean but um you know that's that's cool um and then he's in the little mermaid 2 and he seems to trust humans or at least his son-in-law eric by the time of the film um ugh. this guy what a fucking dude um <laughs> Okay, in the prequel film, The Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning and Opening Prologue, shows King Triton's wife, Queen Athena. The pair had a loving relationship. However, Athena was crushed to death by a pirate ship while trying to save the music box Triton gave her as an anniversary present. Dude. (laughs) Dude. What? You can get another box? Why would you... Ugh. And apparently he was so brokenhearted that he banned music and forced everyone, including himself, to follow a strict daily schedule. And um, yeah, this guy shouldn't be a king, right? Like, like he throws temper tantrums, he's like, ah, oh, something bad happened to me, so no more music. My wife died, so no joy anymore, everyone. I am the only person that matters in the kingdom. Um You know, he's in he's in uh, Kingdom Hearts, which is a video game where uh, Mickey Mouse fights Final Fantasy, and um, he's just kind of a dick there too. So, which doesn't really matter. But yeah, I mean, I think King Triton is like one. of your pretty typical, pretty typical uh, children's film father in that he is like overbearing, can't control his emotions, his actions end up. Like, his overbearingness ends up driving his child into the arms of something that he didn't want to happen. And, yeah, it's like he learns something, I guess, by the end of it about, like, oh, my daughter can be a person, maybe. Or not even in this case. It's more just, like, not all humans are bad. My I still don't trust my daughter. So... Uh, I give Poseidon a two out of five dad feelings, um, which is not, (laughs) we don't read, we don't rate dads uh, on this podcast, but if we did, would not get a very good score. Um, he's one of the only two parents of a Disney princess to be featured in a large amount of kind of marketing material. The other is the Sultan who doesn't, actually have a name and in ways is sort of the the opposite of Triton but also has like a wife who died and um, I think there are a lot of parallels there obviously because like that's kind of like a a stock role um, in Disney films or like in children's stories but um, in ways he's kind of the opposite right like he's like very like like simpering whereas Triton is just like Laser Trident. So, um, yeah, maybe we'll do a future episode on him. Maybe we can squeeze Jafar in somehow. Um, because I think Jafar is the more interesting character, to be honest. Um, Yeah, I think that about does it for this week. Bit of a short one. Uh, there was supposed to be a guest this week, but um, we had to reschedule so I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this shorter app of dad feelings. If you have any suggestions for dads, as always, just, uh, let us know, uh, down in the comments below. Be sure to like, and subscribe, um, to, to that. It's good for us. And, um, I will, uh, see you next week. Bye kiddos. Is it cat- Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by Nick Bravo for Stay Mean. Stay Mean is listener-supported. If you appreciate the shows we make and want access to bonus episodes and other perks, support us at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album, Foil Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuy. Thanks for listening. Be good, kiddos.